Happy Tuesday, everyone. I hope that you are having a great start to the beginning of the month of August, and it is hot indeed. But today I wanted to just read um, some poems because it's been a while since I've done that and thought that we would give it a go here. Of course, you know, I go to poetryoutloud.org. And the first poem that I'm going to read is entitled, I Am the People, the Mob by Carl Sandburg. I am the people, the mob, the crowd, the mass. Do you know that all the great work of the world is done through me? I am the working man, the inventor, the maker of the world's food and clothes. I am the audience that witnessed history. The Napoleons come from me and the Lincolns. They die and then I send forth more Napoleons and Lincolns. I am the seed ground, I am a peri that will stand for much plowing. Terrible storms pass over me, I forget. The best of me is sucked out and wasted, I forget. Everything but death comes to me and makes me work and give up what I have, and I forget. Sometimes I growl, shake myself and spatter a few red drops for history to remember, then I forget. When I, the people, learn to remember, when I, the people, use the lessons of yesterday and no longer forget who robbed me last year, who played me for a fool, then there will be no speaker in all the world say the name, the people with any fleck of a sneer in his voice or any far off smile of derision. The mob, the crowd, the mass will arrive then. N.A. So though first made famous for the urban aesthetic of his poems about the people in the city of Chicago, Carl Sandburg was born with humble working class roots in Galesburg, Illinois, an activist, poet, and author. He won two Pulitzer Prize, the first in 1940 for his biography of Abraham Lincoln and the second in 1951 for his collected poems. Okay, our next one is, I Carry Your Heart With Me, I Carry It In by E.E. Cummings. I carry your heart with me. I carry it in my heart. I am never without it anywhere I go. You go, my dear, and whatever is done by only me is your doing, my darling, I fear. No fate, for you are my fate, my sweet. I want no world, for beautiful you are my world, my true, and it's you are whatever a moon has always meant and whatever a sun will always sing is you. Here is the deepest secret nobody knows. Here is the root of the root and the bud of the bud and the sky of the sky of a tree called life which grows higher than soul can hope or mind can hide. And this is the wonder that keeps that's keeping the stars apart. I carry your heart 
I carry it in my heart. Edward Elstein Cummings, E.E. Cummings, claimed to have composed a poem a day for 14 years. Cummings developed a unique style of writing full of experimentation with form, spelling, syntax, and punctuation. Also a painter, he called himself an author of pictures, a draughtsman of words. Cummings' novel, The Enormous Room, describes his time spent in a World War I prison camp. And that squash was just Bella, in case you heard something that sounds like paper crunching. That's her chewing on her toy. Um, the next one is I Close My Eyes by David Ignato. I close my eyes like a good little boy at night in bed, as I was told to do by my mother when she lived. And before bed, I brush my teeth and slip on my pajamas, as I was told and look forward to tomorrow. I do all things required of me to make me a citizen of sterling worth. I keep a job, come home each evening for dinner. I arrive at the same time on the same train to give my family a sense of order. I obey traffic signals. I am cordial to strangers. I answer my mail promptly. I keep a balanced checking account. Why can't I live forever? David Ignato was born in Brooklyn and was largely self-educated. For years, he worked odd jobs at his father's bindery and elsewhere to support himself while he wrote poetry. His work eventually was published and he was offered teaching positions that allowed him to pursue poetry more actively. He also served as the editor of many magazines, including American Poetry Review and as the poetry editor of The Nation. He was the recipient of numerous honors, including Bollingen Prize and two Guggenheim Fellowships and many others. Um, let's see. Okay, here we go. Of course, this is by my girl, the one who I love the most for my poetry, Emily Dickinson. I felt a funeral in my brain. 340. I felt a funeral in my brain, and mourners to and fro kept treading, treading till it seemed that sense was breaking through. And when they all were seated, a service like a drum kept beating, beating, till I thought my mind was going numb. And then I heard them lift the box and creak across my soul with those same boots of lead again then space began to toll as all the heavens were a bell and being but an ear and I in silence some strange race wrecked solitary here and then a plank in reason broke and I dropped down and down and hit a world at ever plunge and finished knowing then Oh my gosh, I love this woman. I love her work, and I know it's all dark, but I really love her work because she really just described a very vivid uh, herself in the casket being lured into the ground. At least that's my opinion of that. But the famous hermit of Amherst, Miss, uh, Massachusetts, Emily Dickinson, published only eight poems during her lifetime. Today, her nearly 2,000 succinct 
profound meditations on life and death, nature, love, and the art make her one of the most original and important poets in English. And I would have to say, I truly agree. And let's do this one because this one was one of my favorite poems by her. Um, I heard a fly buzz when I died, 591. I heard a fly buzz when I died. The stillness in the room was like the stillness in the air between the heaves of storm. The eyes around had wrung them dry and breaths were gathering firm for the last onset when the king be witnessed in the room. I willed my keepsakes, signed away what portion of me be assignable, and then it was there interposed a fly. With blue uncertain stumbling buzz between the light and me, and then the windows failed, and then I could not see to see. Oh my gosh, I could just read all of her poems. You know, one day I think I'm going to just do a complete Emily Dickinson poem uh, reading. But we will finish with one more of Emily Dickinson's. And this one is entitled The Poet's Light But Lamps. 930. The poet's light but lamps themselves go out. The wicks they stimulate if vital light. In here as do the suns, each age a lens, disseminating their circumference. And with that, my dear friends, may you have a wonderful, awesome Tuesday. Be blessed. I love everyone, and I thank you so much for listening and tuning in to Hippie Mama. Take care.